This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. Her name is Sophie Salmon. She is a correspondent at campusreform.org. Go to that website every day like I do, and uh, you're going to be really enlightened about what's happening in college and university campuses from people like Sophie. How are you, Sophie? Good to see you. I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Now, um, I know you've got an Instagram. Do you have any other things that you want me to tell people about? Should they follow you on Twitter, Instagram, none of that? What do you think? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Salmon underscore Sophie, and um, yeah. And it's S A L M O N underscore S O F I E. That's correct. Very good. You want to make sure that, that we're doing it right. And again, if you were to order fish, you would say salmon. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just salmon for the name, salmon for everything else. <laughs> Very good. You go to school at Liberty University. We, we hear nothing but good things about Liberty University. So I'm guessing there isn't a whole lot of heated debate about, you know, the, the top news stories or the woke stories of the day. Generally speaking, are most people conservative there? Yeah, so I go to Liberty Online, and what I found in my community um, when I've talked to people on campus and online is that most people there tend to line up with the more conservative viewpoint. Um, there's a lot of great discussion, and definitely there are some agree, but overall students tend to tend to agree with um, conservative viewpoints, and they base that off of their Christian worldview. And when we generally agree, we can still have pretty good, lively debate. I mean, um, you know, we can agree on 90% of things, and then the other 10% is kind of fun. But you guys aren't inundated with the woke garbage we hear from all these other state universities? No, we are very blessed to have um, classical education and an education that is really focused on truth and um, the teaching of the Bible and how we can implement that as, into modern day and use science and technology to make the world a better place. Sophie, isn't it sad, though, that you have to call it classical education? Isn't it just education? And now they've made it woke education. So we, we now have to redefine what actual education is. I mean, I, I'm not arguing with you. I think that you have to almost say it because people otherwise wouldn't understand. If you just say education, they assume it's woke. And you have to say classical education to mean we're actually teaching people. Absolutely. It's really sad to hear. I know people who are like, I send my kid to a classic education school and it's like all schools should be classic education. My mother is a teacher and it's just crazy how far away they've gone and the things that she tells me of these poor students. So yeah, I agree that Classical education should just be education in general, and hopefully we can move away from these woke agendas that are really detrimental to students and staff members alike. It is uh, Sophie Salman. She is a uh, correspondent from Liberty University for CampusReform.org. What year are you in? I'm a senior this year, so this is my uh, my second to last semester, so finishing up. Congratulations. Now, what, what is your, your course of study? What do you want to do? 
Thank you. I study marketing and communications, and right now I currently work as the deputy director of studios at the Leadership Institute, a role that I've been in for a little over a year, and I'm really enjoying my time here and learning how to run and work in a studio. And I don't know what the future holds, but I'm just grateful for this opportunity right now. Uh, you you want to do what I do? You want to go on Fox News Channel? Would you like to do that end of it? Because if you're running this sort of the studio, maybe you like the behind the behind the scenes stuff too. But you look great. You sound great. You could probably do anything you want. What, what is the goal? What's the desire? Thank you so much. Um, I really enjoy being on camera. That's kind of where my heart is. Um, but any way I can assist the conservative movement in the capacity of helping conservative principles get out and getting people to share the truth really is what's important and uh, do it good for our country. I love it. All right. It's Sophie Salmon. And again, you said it's your last name underscore first name over on Twitter, right? Um, that's on Instagram. Yep. Twitter is the switch. So it's Sophie underscore Salmon. Okay. So on Twitter, it's Sophie underscore Salmon. On Instagram, it's the other way. Yes, that's correct. And again, correct. it's spelled like salmon, but don't say salmon unless you're ordering fish. Correct. Is it confusing for you too or not? <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> I see the word. And some people actually pronounce the fish salmon. So I'm like, well, wait a second. So, so what is it? I, I, I'm guessing it's not confusing for you, but I mean, at some point, you said you've had this discussion at the restaurant. That's correct. Yeah. Any Anytime we go out to eat and the waiter waitresses are, are uh, my card or whatever, it's, it's always a point of, wait, what? You're, you're saying this the wrong the, uh, when you order it, but right when you say it. And so it's it's an interesting discussion, but I, we figure it out somehow. No, I think it's awesome. My last name is Pagliarulo. Pags is what we go by. Uh, make it easier for those who watch and listen. But I've gotten letters in the mail to the Pack of Gorillas family, Pagliarigatoni. So I, I, I'm with you. But at least yours is a normal word. You just pronounce it a little bit abnormally. Some would say it's normal for you. It's Sophie Sa uh, Salmon. And again, spelled like salmon. And uh, put the underscore in between her first and last name, either on Instagram or on Twitter. You can go and follow her. Let's get into these stories because um, there's some nuttiness happening. But we're finally waking up to, I think, what the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is trying to do in this country. And we're getting it from Mike Pompeo. Fill me in. Absolutely. So uh, former Secretary of State Pompeo uh, recently said that China has been infiltrating United States universities through multiple channels. They use students um, from China to spy on American students. And Leadership Institute's campus reform even reported earlier that there was a Harvard uh, professor chair that was receiving a full salary from the Wuhan Institute of Technology. So it's absolutely crazy that Chinese Communist Party ideals and spies are infiltrating the American university system, and most people have no idea. So I'm glad that Secretary Pompeo spoke out and has been an advocate against it, and I'm hoping that other people will wake up and see what's really going on behind the scenes. I'm glad he's shining a light as well, but I mean, is there a way to stop it? Is there, uh, as far as you know, any law in the books that says you can't, you know, dump a bunch of money into an American university to make them, you know, to make us uh, show the CCP in a better light? Or is there any law that says you can't send a student here who watches and sees what's going on with other students? I guess that's espionage or it's spying in a foreign land. I don't know. I mean, is there something legal or are we just talking about it? I haven't really heard of anything that's been going on to stop this. And the Biden administration has even blocked investigations into this. It's absolute insanity. And it's crazy that American students may be unknowingly be spied on by the Chinese Communist Party. It's it's really hard to know when all these universities are taking this money, if they would even be willing to be transparent and let people know what's going on and then let them make decisions. So it's it's very much of a big issue. And um, as far as I know, not much is being done, and the Biden administration is certain has not been holding China accountable for these egregious um, overreaches of confidentiality. 
Sophie, what are you talking about? I just saw the State of the Union address the other night, and Joe Biden said that he's taken definitive action with China and that nobody would want to take the place of Xi Jinping or something. He was yelling at us all from the, from the podium in the House. Um, he's pretending like he's been tough on China, but then again, and as a young happen in person, when you see this Chinese balloon float by, what do you and your contemporaries at Liberty University think? Absolutely. It's crazy. I mean, I always thought growing up that America was a safe country and that the the military was looking out for us and that overall people had our best interest in mind in the government. So it was really disheartening to see this government allowing a spy balloon over the United States and wait to shoot it down until it went all the way across the country to the coast. It's absolutely terrifying. And it makes me wonder what what else China is thinking of doing. What else, now that they know that they can do this, what are the next steps that they could be taking? And um, what what's the future for students on, on college campus and beyond? What's the future for our families? It's, it's really distressing to see. What are they saying, uh, you and your friends saying at Liberty University? And again, I know that you do it online, but you've got people in your friend group. What were you saying when he didn't shoot it down over the Pacific, didn't shoot it down when it hit Alaska, just waited for it, didn't shoot it down over Montana, where the governor said, feel free to shoot it down? Uh, what were you guys thinking? Well, to us, it really just showed the lack of care that the American yeah. president has and the lack of respect for our military, who works hard to keep our um, our, our country safe, and then also for the American citizens. It's really disheartening to know that there's a spy balloon going over you that's collecting information and secrets about your country that really only top military officials should have access to. So it's absolutely terrifying, and it really does make you think about who's in charge and how much we as Americans really are safe. Yeah, between you and me, it's not Joe Biden. I don't know who's running the joint. It might be Obama, but who knows? It is, uh, again, Sophie Salmon Salmon, uh, from Liberty University and uh, also from CampusReform.org. Let's get to the American Bar Association. I always thought you had to get really good grades and take a special test to become a lawyer in this country. I guess there was a push to change that? Yeah, so Campus Reform reported that last May there was – a change suggested to actually drop the LSAT as a requirement to get into law schools. And so last week, the American Bar Association had their um, board of delegates meet and they struck down that proposal. And uh, a letter signed by about 60 deans of law schools said, this is not a good idea. This is not an accurate representation um, to strike this down of what these students have been through. And some students, you know, their grades may not have been as good, but they've worked hard and that shows up on the test. So it's really crazy that the American Bar Association was trying to take away uh, a measurement of meritocracy for such a such an important profession that that's really what is required of it. It stands for law school admissions test. I'm confused. Why wouldn't you make people take that before they are admitted to law school? It only makes sense. And again, this whole diversity push just drives me mad because, I listen, I'm white and I'm not a lawyer. I think I know a lot about the law, but if I took the LSAT and I failed, I shouldn't be admitted to, to law school. And somebody who's black or some other race or ethnic background or ancestry, if they take it and pass it, they should be entered. Why are we looking at skin tone or ancestry at all? It's just so people in the elite class can feel better about the mix of students in their faces in class. But why do this when the job is the job is the job? It doesn't matter what, what race you are. Well, Joe, it really just shows how this diversity, diversity, equity, and inclusion is the most important thing to these university professors. They don't care as much about 
people being good at their jobs or having the most competent people for the job. I think about it. If I'm going on a plane, I want the pilot to know how to fly the plane. I don't care what their background is, what yep. they identify as, what color they are. I want them to do the job and have passed the tests that are necessary. So it's absolutely terrifying that law professors who are going to be interpreting the Constitution might not have passed the basic standards to even get into studying this field. I think that the airline pilot is a very good example. I often use the example of the firefighter. My house is on fire. My business is on fire. And the person shows up and there are too many white people there. I'm going to wait for a black firefighter to show. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care if they're all black who show up. Just put the fire out if you don't mind. And that's really what we should get back to. It's so stupid. And I'm glad that it sounds like sounder minds, you know, came to the fore here and said, yeah, you've got to think the LSAT if you want to get into law school. I don't think that's a big deal. It is um, uh, Sophie Solomon. She is a reporter, a correspondent from campusreform.org. Also goes to Liberty University. Uh, let's get into the next one. It looks like um, the DeSantis administration was smelling that somebody was spending money they weren't telling them about. Fill me in on this. Yeah, so the DeSantis administration has um, uncovered that the Florida State School System, the university system rather, has spent $15 million on diversity, equity, and inclusion, inclusion training, which is absolutely mind-boggling, and more so that it's actually tax dollars that have gone toward funding this. So the DeSantis administration has taken a hard line and saying no more of this, but they got that report and they've just exposed it to the public, which really just shows how crazy the systems are and the fact that they're not spending money on making the experience and the education better for the students, but they're wasting it on this divisive ideology. What's interesting is DeSantis has a track record. He probably will try to get the money back, right? He wants an accounting of it, but then he'll probably say, no, you got to give the money back. Is that likely to happen? Looking at DeSantis's past, I would say, from my opinion, that is likely what is to happen. And look, the students should be able to use that money to further their education. Students pay so much money to go to the universities, not to mention the, pax, the taxpayers who don't really even have a choice in the matter. So that money should definitely go back to the students and taxpayers and be used for something that's actually going to build in society instead of telling people and teaching these students that they're never going to get anywhere because of their race or their sex or their gender identity. It's all a lie. It's great stuff. I appreciate you exposing this. I'm glad that DeSantis is doing this. It's Sophie Salman. She is a correspondent. CampusReform.org. Go and follow her on Twitter. It's Sophie underscore Salman. On Instagram, it's the other way around. Salman underscore Sophie. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Good. Very good. Uh, Professor, trans and gender reassignment is somehow um, only catering to whites. We need more BIPOC to have their, their gender change. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, it's an absolutely wild story. Uh, a professor at the um, Oregon University of Health and Science has said that gender reassignment surgeries are being done too much on white people and they need to be done on a more diverse crowd, including BIPOCs and other <laughs> people on. who identify as different things. It just shows how crazy the left is and that no matter how progressive you are with doing these surgeries, it will never be enough and they'll never be satisfied until the wokeism is in the mainstream of society. And even then, it's just never enough. It's not, this professor wants me to believe, it's not fair, in fact, it's racist, that not enough non-whites are having their bodies mutilated. Am I, am I hearing you right? Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, you're, it's hurting people to do this horrible surgery. And this professor has bragged about performing the surgery on minors. 
But it's not enough to just, you know, think, wow, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. No, we need more people to do it and more diversity. You really can't make this up. And it's terrifying that this is the person who is teaching the next generation of surgeons and doctors. It just, again, goes to show how all of this is connected and all this ideology is just bled into every aspect from healthcare to, to how universities spend their money to what they're teaching. It doesn't make any sense. It's actually scary, but this reminds me of Sheila Jackson Lee, who is a U.S. representative from from Houston, about three hours from where I sit. And I remember her complaining that not enough hurricanes were named after African-Americans. This is people pushing inclusion in the dumbest possible places. Like, I don't want a hurricane named after me. I don't care what gender the hurricane is. It could be deadly. Let's, Let's heed the warning. And we really shouldn't be pushing that more people should have their bodies mutilated um, in the name of diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion. It, it, to me, it doesn't make any sense. But again, I'm, I'm gathering from your circle of friends, you guys all agree this is nuts, right? Yes. Um, all of my friends who I talk to think this is absolutely nuts. And to think that their, their dollars are going towards us as taxpayers and the people at this university are paying this professor's salary and this is what's being taught. It's just, it's a problem. And it makes you wonder what's going to happen for future generations who are taught this and who are eventually in positions of power. It's really terrifying and it should be stopped and we should go back to to teaching the truth and and doing good. It's that classical education again. It is uh, uh, Sophie Salman. Make sure you follow her everywhere. Go and check out her stories on campusreform.org. Sophie, thanks a million. I appreciate you coming back. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. It's been a pleasure. You bet. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There is a lot going on. Lots to get to. I've not followed this chatbot AI thing. I I don't know what that is. Paul, have you followed this chat AI thing? No. Something about it's, it's, um, uh, I guess it's AI, so it's not a real person. It's a machine, but allegedly it can, it can talk to you or respond to you as if it's really a person. Okay. So it's like in the search box, like if you're using, I guess, Google or whatever, you could type in there and then that something would respond back to you. Is that, that yeah, I mean, it okay. appears as though Google is like the one who owns it right. and they're the ones that are doing it. But they stand to lose $100 billion after the AI chatbot makes an error during the demo. $100 billion you can lose? Wow. Holy <laughs> mackerel. I will never have that kind of money to lose. Uh, so, I mean, that's crazy. Now, I have not looked into this at all. I don't want to chat with fake people. I want to make sure the information I'm getting is real. But that just seems a little bit way too outer space to me. Uh, we've got some time from pop culture. Dirty pop. 
What's going on, brother? So there's a, a story out there now. I don't know if you've seen it regarding Britney Spears. And you know how everybody was making a big deal about her conservatorship. Right. Well, her inner circle was trying to do an intervention on her earlier this week because she's kind of been getting out of control. And they feel that uh, some people actually thought that she could die. What? Uh, out of control in what way? I mean, is she on something? What do they say? The meds. It's the meds. So are they all like, we should get her a conservator? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea even what the update is on Britney Spears, but I feel for her because I feel like she was really mistreated by whoever was running things for a long time. But if she's got issues, she should get some help. Paul, I appreciate that. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We're back uh, tomorrow, same time, same place. Make sure you have yourself a great night. Go to the uh, website. We changed that button. When you click on watch, it's W-A-T-C-H. It takes you right to Rumble. Get all the interviews that we've done, all the parodies we've done, all the monologues as well. I appreciate you all always hanging out and supporting as you do. We're back tomorrow. See you then. This is the Joe Pegg Show.